What's your Perfect. favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to you. Can sip with us. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I can't believe it. Love is in the air. Love is in the air. Yes. I, uh, I'm i Colleen. I'm Ashley. What are you sipping on? Mm. I'm doing pre-workout. I'm, I'm hopeful that I will work out after this. If you build it, they will come. Right. So I'm taking this to jazz me up. Mm-hmm. I should have, I did have time to work out before we were recording, but I was feeling really tired. So I just lay down and turns out I had a matcha latte and I was feeling tired and I went and laid down and I was like, oh wait, I'm not going to be able to sleep. Like I'm not going to be able to, I wasn't tired enough to sleep, you know, even though I felt like I needed a nap. You had an energy purgatory. Right. Yeah. So I feel like I'm like, okay, if I can't beat him, join him at this point, record, get a workout in. And and then start the weekend. Yeah. You and I are recording on a Friday af- late afternoon. Yeah. So it's time for the weekend to start. But let's let her rip. It's the freaking weekend, baby. Are That's you what are you ripping say. yet? What are no, you sipping? I've got are you try- sipping and ripping? <laughs> you know? Let her rip. Let her I'm sip. Si- I'm sipping on uh not ripping yet, but that yeah, sounds like a yet. good time. Mm-hmm. Ready to rip. Um it's a chai latte. Okay, great. Clever blends? Yeah, it's my clever yeah. blends still on that. Um, and I thought about grabbing a beer, but I also mm-hmm. haven't worked out and, you know, things. Um, set the intention of a little bit. But of I think I'm going to open up a nice bottle of wine tonight. That sounds nice. It just sounds nice. It sounds nice. Yeah. My aunt was here last night. Oh, yeah. How was and that? And it was good. She is, so she lives in Oregon, but she is down here visiting friends. And I was like, and she was like splitting up her time. And she's like, I had 13 people on my list, like 13 people that I could stay with down here. Like she has a lot of friends down here, snowbirds and whatever. I'm like, Ooh, you're well connected. She has more friends than I do, you know? Um, but so we got to have her for just one night. She stayed with a couple friends over the last few days. Then she's yeah. her other friend picked her up today and she's going to stay with her for the next two nights. So it was nice. She, I always love, I think it is the coolest thing when people, if you have little kids and people come in and they bring presents. Yeah. It's something that I want to start doing because she brought presents. She brought, we have like a, a cool fashion thing and it was wrapped. So that was really exciting. She could unwrap it. And then Mac had a bag of like probably six to eight cars, but she individually wrapped each one. So for him, you know, he loved yeah. just the unwrapping of it. And I just think that immediately makes the kids like you. Yep. Um, and gets them started off on the right foot, you know, um, like, cause they both walked in a little bit hesitant. Totally. Has never very normal. Yeah. Right. Very normal. And Revy didn't really remember her. So, yeah. um, but she's one of my favorites. Like I always love her like always over the years, if it was like, oh, we're going to Bev and Dave's or Bev's coming. I always loved her and her kids. Her daughters, um, Brooke is the one that I went to their wedding in April last oh, yeah. year in Austin that I was like, yep. it's like the most stunning venue anyway. So yeah, they're just like a real good feel good time. And they, I told her last night, they're always so good at prioritizing family. Um, 
like just always, they always, you're right. Cause really she's my step aunt. She's my, she's my stepmom's sister-in-law. And in fact, yeah. she's divorced, but she was just in the family for so long that she's like a part of it. You know, even though she's no longer married to my stepmom's brother, oh, wow. she's like just as much a part of it. Yeah. Um, but they just always, they always made it seem like even though we're step, like that we were a part of it always yes. me and my sister and now my kids. That. Um, and I just think it's a really cool like energy. And then to bring presents, it was just like when people are so intentional. Yes. About keeping those relationships. Yes. It was, it was what cool, family so. really means. That's cool. But anyway, we had a bunch of wine last night. Uh, also we made an espresso martini. Ooh. Um, I texted Leah. I said, emergency. What is a quick, easy espresso martini recipe? And, um, she delivered. We had espresso mar- she delivered. She always delivers. Yeah. Leah's our, the cocktail kit guys. If you don't, Remember, we had a cocktail kit, and Leah was the mastermind behind that. Um, anyway, so Beautiful. yeah, the wine, the drinks, it was it was flowing. You, I, you know, I think about you when I I'm I'm rarely out, but when I am, I'm like, oh, an espresso martini sounds mm. good. Mm-hmm. And when I want one, I can't find one. Yeah, not everyone has them. You know, because and not everyone has espresso. You got to be place. bold too, because you're like, I'm having espresso at night. That's yeah. living. Right. Whoa. That's a risk. It's a risk. It's a, you run a big risk for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily we had the espresso martini at like, I was like three 30 or something in the afternoon. Yeah. And I felt I wasn't that, like as tired as I normally an, am, okay but still time. it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. It's Last time I had it, eight it was or like nine eight. o'clock. Right. Yeah. And then I was hosed. I was up till 3 a.m. That's living very dangerously. Very like dangerous. It's, older it's you reckless get, is what it is. Yeah. Because we have like younger people who listen to this too. Living dangerously in your frame of reference, like that's our equivalent. Right. Having an espresso martini at night. That's about as dangerous as it gets. That's, or yeah. like walking around the world without a phone case. That's very dangerous. I drop my phone. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. Probably seven times a day. And every yeah. day, every time I think. God, did I crack it? And I pick it up and I say, no, I didn't. Thank God I have the case. Yep. Hasn't cracked. Hasn't cracked. Yeah, today I dropped face. It slammed face first. And I thought certainly it shattered, but it didn't. Thank God. Guess what we are going to crack today? Um, The case? About love predicaments. We've got a lot of love predicaments. And it's perfectly timed because mm-hmm. we're going to save the day for a lot of people. Yeah. And some people are really up a crick. <gasps> we got yeah. a paddle? Oh we my God, I can't like, wait to dive some in. Some of these are super juicy. Yeah. <gasps> I was worried because we just juicy. put the um, question box up on stories and I was yeah. like, you can't really lo- unload too much on there. Well, and it, it turns out people are proving proving us wrong because some people did multiple. They okay. Wrote in multiple That's times. That's the way to do it. Or some of the predicaments are so spicy that all it takes is a couple sentences. Oh, like God. a couple words. Okay. Yeah. I'm so excited. Hang on tight, everybody. Strap Coming. in. Strap in. Get your strap-ons strapped in. Before we crack love cases, uh, I want to tell you something that I love. Okay. Which is uh, anything that takes better care of our planet. The planet. And one of the things I've never figured out, and this is totally 100% on me, right, is like how to compost. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. a big compost bin at my last house, like out in the yard, like a natural one. And I just never could. It just felt like a lot of work. And then nice. I feel bad every single week when we're like clearing out the fridge or, you know, if if 
um, we or Ben doesn't eat all the food we make and it goes bad, right? Like how much we're wasting. And it's a big eco guilt that I have, Mm -hmm. which is why I think our new partner, uh, Lomi, is so cool. So Lomi allows you to turn in your food scraps into dirt that you can use in your garden, inside or outside, with the push of a button. It's a countertop electric composter that turns scraps to dirt in under four hours. There's no smell. And when it runs, it runs really quiet. So this (gasps) is, I'm so excited. We just got ours. I can't, I really cannot wait to start using it because, uh, typical output of this is that you can reduce your garbage by a lot. Like I'm talking three bags down to one, (gasps) um, which I always, every time we take the garbage out, one, I hate taking it out because I usually always take it out at night. It's cold and it's rainy here. So I'd like to do that (laughs) less. Uh, But then also I'd really like to make sure that I don't have as much going to landfills, which produce methane. Mm -hmm. I would much rather be using this for nutrient rich dirt that I can use to feed my plants and they need help. They need some good meals. Like my house plants are doing okay, but they could be doing a whole lot better. Oh, wow. Yeah. Your house plants. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I, I can't wait to start using it. I know it's going to feel great. Um, and it makes composting easy to create soil instead of waste. And now I'm going to have basically a limitless supply of delicious soil for my beloved plants. So if you want to start making a positive environmental impact, Ash, do you want to tell them how? I realize yeah. I just stole the the one part in our amazing new partnership ad that you have. From me, you were taking my thunder, but that's fine. Yes. I'll come back in here with my thunder and lightning. Yeah, if you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash with us and use the promo code with us to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to L-O-M-I.com slash with us and use promo code with us at checkout. Food waste is gross. Let Lomi save you a cold trip out to the garbage can. Okay, we have so many good ones. I feel oh like this God. needs to be either another episode over on Patreon, which okay. you guys, this is where we drop Tuesdays. On Fridays, we release episodes over on patreon.com slash you can sip with us. Things get real candid oh over there, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Real, real. It's our reality show about our... our I mean, anyway, don't want to miss some. Um, <laughs> You don't want to miss them. So I think we should take some over there. And then also we should try and do like speed advice because I want to I want to get to as many of these as can. So in, in that spirit, I'm madly in love with my husband, but I can't stand how loud he eats. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. what, then we talk about it. <laughs> That's our lead hitter here. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, you can relate to this. I don't know in the husband realm, but food noises don't bother yeah. me. So my advice would be suck it up, sister. No, Here's, I don't have advice. It, I know it's a real thing. This for is people. a real thing. I Very can't, real. And I, I think the best course of action here um, is murder him to end the marriage. Take him out. Take him out. <laughs> the best course of action. Let him know and that he disgusts you, you, and this has to end. Him, at least leave him. <laughs> at least leave him. <laughs> 
know, that's the only you gotta just here. say i i love you and this isn't just you this is everybody but the sounds yeah. of eating is gonna make me drive off a cliff and so can we play music when we have dinner oh or nice. if he like comes and sits down in like the living room area or something and it, it's just quiet but eating sounds like turn on the tv and now chris knows that it's a thing for me and he and it's everybody so like if we have dinner guests he'll turn on music Yep. Like he's very supportive of this. So that's what right. you got to do. Proactive. Okay. Adore my husband, but since baby, zero sex drive. Normal. I think very normal. I wonder how old your child is. But I also feel like there's this like, I, I talked about this a couple of years ago. John and I have got, a, it was when we had one child, then we had two kids. And now, I mean, sex is it's nearly impossible to get done. And I know some people it's like with babies, you guys are all riding each other. I get it. You have a very healthy sex life. Must be nice to be you, but it is, we used to plan it. We would schedule it. And then people be like, Oh, that's not romantic. It's like, okay, well either it's scheduled or it doesn't happen. I'll take the scheduled sex over no sex. Um, and now we're now setting the intention to get back to date nights. And then that will include that. But like, we have to plan it at this point in our lives. And maybe it won't always be that way. But I feel like sex is really important, even if you don't want it. Cause like, that's the other thing is sometimes I don't want it or I'm not craving it, but I do, I never regret it because it's yeah. always about the connection with him. Like just, you know, like, I don't know, just yeah. the closeness, um, that intimacy. I just like that connection. And so even if you don't want it, it's like, do it, schedule it as when you can, but then also know that like you're, I think you're in the minority. It's not impossible, but I think you're kind of in the minority if you have a great sex life after when your kids are little. Yeah, totally. We did an episode on this with like a sex therapist or sex Mm -hmm. counselor or something, Mm -hmm. intimacy coach. Uh, And so that would be a good episode to listen to because I think she tackled this as well. Partner swears at me in arguments, which I have asked him to stop, but he can't. Okay. So that sounds like a boundary situation. So he can't. So it would be like, if you swear at me, I'm going to leave the conversation. Yeah. And then you leave the conversation. Get a jar of rocks. If you swear at me. This sounds like another murdering case. Throw this at you each time. This actually sounds like another murdering case. Or a penny. Like, I'm just going to, you are hitting me with your words. I'm going to like hit you with a physical violence. Penny. I'm going to bounce a penny off your forehead. Right. Every time. Yeah. Instead of of putting money in the swear jar, I'm going to chuck it at your face. Yes. Yeah. That's my. That's, that is an option. That's a route to go down. I would also just say um, the boundary. Yeah. Listen, I've asked you to not swear at me. It triggers me. It makes me feel unsafe. If you swear at me when we talk, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to leave. And if you follow me, I will leave the house or whatever, like until we calm down. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, This person wrote multiple messages that um, she has a boyfriend. They've been together for years. He hasn't popped the question yet. They've Uh talked about it, but nothing. And marriage is very important to her. He had an ex-fiance cheat on him years ago. Mm. Mm -hmm. So the question is, should she stay or should she go now? I mean. What's the question? I think the question, what should she do? Well, I need more. I need more information. We don't have more information. How old are you? You know, like how. We have to make. The, the hard and fast decisions just based off of an Instagram message. We have no okay, other choice. So what they what the 
life coach school says that I go through <laughs> is like, you have to make decisions based on the present situation, not on future, what you hope could happen. So what they would say is probably like, you got to make a call. Are you willing to be with this person, whether you get married or not? And if not, then maybe you got to seek other options. And that's not what you want to hear. That's why I have more questions for you. Yeah. Um, why don't, why don't you propose to him? I like that. Why, don't you why go not? For it? Yeah. What's the worst you? that could happen? Right. He says no. Yeah. Okay. Well then yeah. at least, you know, right. What if he just doesn't ever what want if he to, says yes. are you okay with that? Or what if he says yes? Right. And what if he doesn't want to get married? What if he's afraid, yeah. but like he still wants to be your life partner, you know, right. Things right. Would to you consider. be okay with that? Yeah. 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 I do think it's weird. It's very normal. Why is this? But it's very normal that like girls want to get married to their long-term partners and guys drag their feet. That's going to be something with the patriarchy or like mis- inherent misogyny in our mm. lifestyle that like it's, I just feel like it's so often that the girl is the one left wondering, do you choose me? I'm choosing you. Do you choose me? Right. It's not very often you hear it the other way around. I mean, it happens that he wants to get married and she's like, I'm not sure. But more often than not, it's like the female yeah. that is wondering, are you choosing me? And I wonder and, what the most common hangups are for men because mm-hmm. they, I think just as much as it, like the idea of her proposing probably makes her feel perhaps vulnerable. vulnerable. We can't assume that men also don't feel that way. Like they're putting themselves out there, right? And so, well, I um, mean, even Chris, like if you think about our partners, you had been like living with Chris for years, basically owned a house together. I don't know if you actually did. We were like life partners. Life partners owned dogs together for years. And even he was nervous. Yeah, because I had made comments early on in the relationship that I didn't know if I wanted to get married for whatever reason. Mm. And I don't even know why I thought that that was like young Colleen in college. I think maybe I thought it would be cool to say that. Yeah, I don't think I, I really like that too. Believed it. I just was sort of like yeah. bullish about it for, I don't know why I'm going to be a cool. I told John, I, was I don't my, like flowers. Don't yeah. I was flowers. in my 20s. Stupid That's shit. why yeah. I said it. Right. Was, yeah. It was, <laughs> I was du- young, dumb and naive. Yes. Yeah. And then the other thing that I found out later was that he was saving up for a nice, he wanted me to have a ring I deserved. That was really important to him. And he'd been saving up for a while mm-hmm. for that. And I didn't know those things. And I had forgotten about that comment that I'd made in my 20s. And we didn't, like one of the things that, you know, really started happening in marriage counseling was our working on our communication. So there was like all these other factors that I didn't know. So yeah. I wonder, and then, and all of that interfaced with this like really big vulnerable thing. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all on the guys' shoulders. Mm-hmm. And if, if in this situation, back to our listener, if he had someone cheat on him after he'd gotten engaged, like that's, that's legit. Right. Trauma. Totally. Mm-hmm. By the way, as Ashley mentioned, we threw this out on Instagram, but we do this segment a lot. If you're new here, our two sips, we do it every month. So email us at youcansipwithus at gmail.com and uh, hit us up with anything, whether it's like love predicaments or life predicaments or you want our two sips on something you silly. Want us to weigh in. Yeah. Whatever. Anything. Hit us up at all times and uh, we'll answer it on air. Yeah. Um, okay. This person just wrote lazy husband. 
I think that's I think that's standard um, in the world. <laughs> Not for ours, but we've talked about it, right? Like as I'm scrolling the internet, there are so many jokes at husband's expenses that it just makes me realize I think we are it's rare that we have husbands that get up and do shit. So it doesn't mean just because it's normal doesn't mean that it's right. Yeah. That would be annoying as fuck. So what do you do? I guess talk, uh, communicate. Look, yeah. hon, I need your, one of the things, I don't know if she works as well as him or what, because one of the things that I am actually in my home, we have a little bit of a role reversal, right? Where I'm working and John is home. And one of the things that I see a lot on social media is like care tasks or home tasks. If there's a stay at home mom, what the husband thinks is her job is the home. So then he's off working, but then he comes home and she's still working. And I am guilty of this, that like, I was like, okay, well, I'm working. I'm the one, you know, bringing in income in John's job is the home and the kids. So then I'd be done with work, but then I'm like, okay, but you still clean and you do all the laundry and you do all of this and all of that. And then really it was seeing it on social media where it's like, oh, he has a job during the day, like of doing stuff at the house. And I have a job during the day, but when we come home at night and our work is done, then it's a joint situation. It's like, I also have to, no one gets to take a break. Right. Ever. It's like, yeah, when you're right. in family. But yeah. I had to check my mind on that because I was like, I'll just go sit on the couch and I'll just do nothing. And John's still running around cleaning and yeah. feeling stressed and anxious. And he didn't really say anything. It wasn't until I started observing that like, oh, I'm doing this, but in yeah. the reverse, mm. I'm feeling like I'm entitled because I'm checking my box. I'm over here. But really, if John was working out of the house and I was work not out of the house, but like if he was working, mm-hmm. had a different job during the day and then I'm working, then then it would be like, okay, we both come home and now both of us have the house responsibility. So I think it really just comes down to a communication piece. If you're needing him to step up more, might just be a mental shift for him. Yeah. He doesn't know he's supposed to be taking on. I don't know. Cause he might've been raised in a home where his mom did everything and the dad didn't. So that's what was modeled for him. The other challenge to this listener that I would pose, because I check myself with this as well, is I think it's very easy to focus on the things that we do. Like we, cause we are living our life. Like we do that. Like we know we're doing it. So we, right. there. It like, especially if you have kids, right? Everyone's always doing something usually, mm-hmm. but I would think about all of the things that your partner does do. Right. Yes. Because just to make sure you're not getting swept up in a story that might not be real like look at the facts of the matter like you know I Chris does like all of our laundry Mm -hmm. and because it's just always getting done I'm not really thinking about it and that's just it I'm not really thinking about it right but he's probably not thinking or seeing like I do the countertops usually always and that's okay you know, but like when I really map out all the things that need to get done, even if there's days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing the countertops again. I'm like, but wait, I never do the laundry, but I don't yeah. think about it. Yeah. Like, you know, right. so maybe just think about what does your husband do? Because, True. and then how much of all of the workload of the house does that represent? Mm-hmm. Because then you can at least approach approach the conversation maybe with some appreciation too of like, hey, I know you do this and this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. 
like in the scope of all of the other things the house needs to do. Like these are the other things I'm doing these, but I struggle with these. Could we split these or could you take these two and I'll take these two? Like it's more productive. Yeah. Right. right. And it's getting a better outcome. Gratitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is a little more lengthy. Okay. (laughs) I've been dating my partner for a year, but recently a close friend who I've always been attracted to confessed their feelings for me. Wait, she said I've been dating my partner for a long time? Yes. Not married. Okay. Yeah. Dating. So she has a uh, boyfriend or girlfriend, Mm -hmm. a close friend confessed their feelings, someone that they've always been attracted to. Mm -hmm. I've Beyond attraction, I've always considered this friend to be a great confidant and support system. And now I'm torn between loyalty to my partner and feelings for my friend. I don't want to hurt either of them, and I don't want to miss out on a potential opportunity. Opportunity is potential, potential opportunity Mm -hmm. for love and happiness. Mm -hmm. This is hardcore. This is hardcore. This This is is an actual predicament. I really want to bring these people on and like talk to them and ask questions about their brain. But what I would say is... You've heard me say this before. No one but you can know the right choice for you. And the best way to know the right choice is to write down your reasons for both and see which one fe- which one you like the reasons for more, mm. right? So if I stay with my partner, why would I stay? Write down all those reasons. If I leave and I go explore this, why would I leave? Which list feels better to you? Because, yeah. and this is another thing from Life Coach School, they say, if you could be happy either way, if, cause you can, you can choose to be happy if you stay or you can be choose to be happy cause maybe you'll go and explore and you'll be like, actually it doesn't work out, but you actually needed to be out of the relationship you're in, right? Who knows? Right. But you could be happy either way. So if you could be happy either way and you look at your reasons, which reasons do you like more mm. for staying or going or making any decision in your life? Mm-hmm. And then when you make the call, this is a great example of not saying, wonder what could have been. Whatever isn't, isn't. Yeah. So you can't like choose to stay and then be like, I don't know, I should have left. Nope. You're going to have your back. You're going to do the best that you can to make the right choice for you now based on which reasons you like more. And then you have your back when your brain wants to say, shit, I think I made the wrong choice. No. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good predicament. This yeah. feels like a bachelor bachelorette-esque to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Like. I would watch that show where they they really are in love with different people in different ways, it seems yeah, like, right. and I'd feel 10 out of 10 stressed for them. And yeah. I always think, I am so glad I'm not you. Yeah, it's a hard choice. So what you know, is your advice? My Put it, reach out to ABC and see if you can get it a show. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's I good. mean, I know this person says that you don't want to break hearts. You will. Because mm-hmm. they're both probably in love with you. Like you're, I'm saying probably one, you know, your friend, you know, because they confess their love. Your your partner who you've been with for a year, I don't know if they've shared that. I would imagine so after a year. Uh-huh. So really like acceptance of that, right? Mm-hmm. Of like you will. Going to break someone's heart. You're going to. And then knowing that you have your own heart to prioritize in this as well. Yeah. And, and what- also, yeah, I, I don't feel like not breaking someone's heart 
should be the reason to make a decision. Of course you want to yeah. have love and compassion and empathy, but like you also have to trust that like you don't want to stay with your partner if your heart is with someone else because you don't yeah. want to hurt your partner because it's like he also deserves to be with someone who isn't yes. thinking about someone else. Yes, exactly. Or she, he or she. I don't think she said whether yeah. it was he or she, but um, right? Like yes. We think, oh, I don't want to hurt them. But like staying with someone when they do, when you are loving them halfway is also hurting them. Yeah. You know? And so maybe like, this will make you fully in your heart recommit to your partner that you have right. now. Yes. I don't know the answer to you on which path to go. I tell you what, sleep with both of them today. Yes. Go sleep with both of them and then report back. back. To us. Report back. But also, like, knowing that hearts will be broken, and yours will be too to some degree because you love, you clearly love both of these people. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I also have a lot of respect for people who follow their heart. Yeah. Because you get to live one time. Yeah. And it is short, and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know? Not to get you sentimental here, but I think about like that huge, massive, this is like a silly, not silly predicament, but like this huge, massive earthquake in Turkey and Syria. And like life can just end in a couple, in one moment, you know? And it's like, you don't want to get all the way to the end and think about what if I had been a little more bold or just followed what I want versus worrying about, worrying about um, doing what I think will make other people happy, especially when it comes to love. Yeah. I also think if you've been with this guy for a year, I mean, guy or girl for a year, it's interesting. Like, I can't imagine anyone in my life. I mean, of course, we have more history, right? It's been over 15 years now for both of us with our partners. But I can't imagine anybody, I can't think of anybody that could come to me and say, I'm in love with you. And it would make me question whether I should stay. Mm. You know? So, like, maybe that is also something to consider. Like, the fact that you're considering it might say, hey, am I staying out of, because I love him, but also a little bit out of comfort or convenience. Yeah. I wonder if they've been friends for a long time and there was always attraction and all these other things, why it didn't happen sooner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or maybe they just didn't think they had a chance with each other. They just had friend zoned each other for whatever reason. Right. I mean, that could be a really cool love story. You know what? Okay, we're giving you a very high-level advice. I think you should write us a better email, and we will respond more. Yeah. Or email. an email, because this was through Instagram. An email. Yeah, yeah. Write yeah. us whatever. But, like, tell us a little more. Yeah. Because I think we're all curious. How's this going to go? How is it going to go? Okay. My partner only communicates... <laughs> My partner only communicates with me through memes, and I don't understand what they're saying half the time. Okay. 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 First of all, if this is literally what's happening, run. Because when you say he only communicates with me through memes, my guess is that's not true, right? I'm guessing he's also talking. He or she. I keep assuming that these are males and these are female listeners, but your partner, um, I assume they also talk to you. Yeah. Right. So it's like not only through memes. Right. 
<laughs> so, so then funny. it's like, you know, it's interesting that she is, she or he is perceiving or they is perceiving it as only, but I just think it's really, it can be kind of dangerous to tell ourselves like, if, if I'm fighting with John or John and I are fighting and he says to me, you always do this or you never do that. It immediately makes me defensive. Yeah. You're on your heels. The always and the never is not yeah, great. Helpful. Um, yeah. Right. And so when she's saying you only communicate, right. If she were to say that to him, then it sort of takes away from any other way he's communicating. Now, if he's truly he or she, whatever, I don't have to keep correcting myself. Let's just call him a he and you're yeah. a she. But if that's not true, then swap it yeah. in your brain. So <laughs> If he is truly only communicating you with you through memes, I would say, get the hell out of here. Hit what the, the highway. Doing? Hit the highway. Hit the road, Jack. But I'm guessing he's not. And maybe he's just being a silly goose and you don't have to understand it. <laughs> yeah. Just tell him, stop being a silly goose. Stop being a silly goose. If You, you know what? Go jump in the pond if you're going to go act like a silly goose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go throw him in the pond and go murder him. <laughs> <laughs> Next time he sends you a meme, pick him up, throw him in the pond and say, "That's go ahead and live there now, yes. you silly goose. You're going behind the shed. I'm going behind the... <laughs> where the goose live? live back there. Where the goose live. <laughs> I was thinking like... Wait, I was thinking about my chipmunk story and where you take animals oh, to have right. their last yeah. moment. Yeah. You could take him to the Nike campus in Beaverton. There's a lot of geese there. Mm-hmm. They're all over. They're crazy. He'll have a great life. He'll have a great... He's amongst his people. Yeah. They probably all send memes to each other. Silly geese. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. This is the last one. And okay. I have a crush on my boss, but there's a strict office policy against workplace romances. Does the boss have a crush on you? We don't know. What do we assume? What's the assumption? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean. My assumption is it's a two-way street. Like You think? Yeah. I think he's flirting with her. She's flirting with her. Whatever. I have a crush on my boss, but they have a strict office policy against workplace romances. Because that makes it seem like she's like, the only reason she's not pursuing this crush is because of the office romance. Like, there's a couple questions to ask here. How much do you want your job? Mm -hmm. If there's a strict policy, how much do you want your job? Because if the answer to that is that you don't really care all that much, then it makes it pretty easy to right. like pursue a crush and then it, yeah. and then you know it's your boss's decision how much do they care about their job mm-hmm. if they want to engage mm-hmm. if you care about your job and you care about the company like and you want to stay with them uh maybe give it a little time to make sure this crush is like full-fledged something full-fledged yeah, yeah maybe like right. You know, because in the context of an office, you spend a lot of time with people, a lot of time with people. Yeah. But do you really know this person? Like, do you? Right. You know, because usually when you have a crush. Yeah, that sounds very uh, entry level. Mm -hmm. Not I'm in love with my boss. Yeah. What do we do? Because there needs to be certainty one way or another. With your career yeah. or with the crush. Yeah. Because you don't want to go guns blazing into breaking office policy, I don't think, if you're not willing to risk it and if it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And why not take a little time mm-hmm. behind your desk during company happy hours, during conference calls, to start feeling this out? 
a little bit before it's a full what do you mean? romance. Okay, behind like, your get desk. get to know your boss. Not behind, yeah. Not behind like, your desk. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking like spy, like being a get creeper. Get to know. Like get as much time as possible. You need regular one-on-ones with your boss. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know. Get to know yeah. this person well. Right. right. Is it, it, take it from a crush to a holy moly, I like this person. Yeah. Whatever wow. it takes, however many meetings, and then also see if it's reciprocated. What Do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes. Yeah. 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 And see if it's reciprocated. And then you make the call on, well, then it'll probably be easier to be like, okay, I'm going to go have to find another job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or make them do it. Right. right. And then take their job. Get a, pro- get right. a promotion. Oh my God. Get a promotion. There are so many ways you can <laughs> leverage this for in your favor. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow, Aziz. I think we solved it. Okay. I think we did too. I'll tell you what else you can solve. Any of your facial woes, you know, (laughs) with apostrophe. There is a lot of buzz when it comes to finding out what's right for your skin. But in our opinion, it's best to get advice from the real experts. And that's why we have decided to recently partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get your customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne. Simply go online, fill out your online consultation about your skin goals and medical history, snap a couple selfies, send them in, and a board-certified dermatologist will create your initial customized treatment plan. They offer access to prescription treatments for all types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial and even back, chest, and butt acne. But for me, what I, I mean, this is a, this is an acne, I guess, focused company, but I don't, it wasn't a main concern of mine, probably not yours either, Colleen. For me, I was more focused on anti-aging, fine lines and wrinkles and things like that. So even if you're not seeking acne treatment, if you are just looking to improve, you know, texture, color, whatever of your skin, reduce dark spots and stuff like that, this is good for that too. So I got a stronger dose of, I have tretinoin and I think it's azelaic acid still are the two things that they put in mine. And I've just started making the transition to that stronger retinoid um, and just being careful because I have very sensitive skin, but I'm loving, I'm loving it. Yeah. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash sip when you use our code sip. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to you, our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash SIP and click get started. Then use our code SIP at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Cool. 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 Uh, I got a rant for you. Oh, we're done. Okay. (laughs) We're done with the rapid fire. Okay, great. Hit me. Hit me with your rant. Um, do you, have you been couch shopping recently? Somewhat. I mean, in the last couple years. You know what sucks is couch shopping. Couch shopping. I've never, do you love, love your couch? Nope. I haven't loved a couch Maybe ever. I don't know if I've ever loved a couch. There's one couch 
that now we have upstairs because it's like a smaller sort of den like yeah. family room and it it is it fits up there. We need a bigger we need like a big, big couch downstairs. So right, we have this um, and we the one upstairs that we like is from Costco. And it was like a good it was like a good mm-hmm. deal. And it's a nice couch and it's held up. Mm-hmm. But I don't love it. I'm not like raving about my couch ever to anybody. And I just want to love a couch. I, speaking of Valentine's, I want to be loved by a couch and I want to love a couch hard. I want to mm-hmm. just be in love. I want to shout it from the rooftops. And it's really hard because where do you go? Like, I want to be able to sit on the couch. That's the thing. Because more That's times than thing. not, I think I'm going to love it. And then I've been burned. We bought a nice couch for our yeah. downstairs from article mm-hmm. i wanted to love it so bad because everyone said buy an article couch buy an article couch and it's probably yeah. like a lot of people's cup of tea it's not my cup okay. of tea and now mm. we've got this couch that i don't love so you spent a lot of so, money on yeah we spent a lot of money on right and article has a lot of different couch options so maybe i didn't do enough recon on finding like the one but i couldn't go sit on all 10 or That's- 15 of them and then decide Absolutely. The pictures don't work with couches. Mm-hmm. They're going to look different than they look and feel yeah. like we were looking at Crate and Barrel couches online. Thought, oh, let's go check this one out. Went to the store and I thought, good thing we didn't buy this online. Not good. Not not like what I thought it would be based right. on the website. Right. Yeah. Ugh. So I hate that. that yes. you, and I vowed to never buy a couch um, online again that we don't sit on first because sometimes, yeah, it's like, okay, on style, 10 out of 10 on comfort, two out of 10. Yeah. And comfort's really what matters. I mean, I am not a style person. Yeah. I want it to look good, but more than anything, I want it to be functional. Like just in general, like front sitting rooms, feng shui, fuck feng shui. If it's not functional, you know, like if, if I would rather it become comfortable and I want it both. And you know what? I don't have time to do drive to 10 different stores and sit on couches. I don't have time for that. No, we don't. You're absolutely right. I don't have time to go so sit having on said couches. That, if any of you are obsessed with your couch, because there are some diehard couch couch fans out there. I'm I'd sure love to hear from you. Please let us know because I also would love to. I'm know. looking for a sectional, mm-hmm. a big one. Big one, comfy. And I want it to be navy blue. Oh. We're looking for a blue couch. Okay. Navy blue couch. Do you care about back height? Uh, I want just comfort. At this point, I don't know because we have a lower okay. back height right now, and mm-hmm. I would love for it to be like cozy but not look too messy. I want it to mm-hmm. look put together, right. like right. not overly like not oversized loungy, but not yeah. as modern as we have now. Mm-hmm. Right. I want it to strike that balance where we can cuddle up and it and it's welcoming, but right. you don't feel like it's a bed. Right. Right. Yeah. I feel like for us, it's a lot a lot of stylish ones are like low profile. So they have a low back and John is six four. Yeah. And even me being five seven or no, I'm five four, I think. Five five, something like that. It still is like if I'm leaning back and I have nothing to lean my head against and it's just yeah. air. Then it's like not comfortable. Not doing it for you. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Email this us at you can sip with us at gmail.com. Maybe other people feel the same way. I'll share whatever emails we get. Because this okay, is great. this is silly. This is silly. It's gotta change. This is the problem. Yeah. This is 
this is a big issue. What's your, what's your rant? <laughs> um, okay. You know me, I have two just cause when oh, I yeah. think of them, oh, yeah. one of them is, so John and I get ready at different times of night. Um, like for so bed sometime. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, so, so w- what I wrote down is like when you turn the lights off, so like the lights. Are, so I think what happened was I was in the bathroom, full on lights, doing my face routine. Yep. John's already in bed. And so when I'm turning the lights off, I think what I had done was like plugged my phone in or something on. Yeah, I think that's what happened. So I had bright lights in my face in the bathroom. John's nightstand light was on. I went and turn, plugged my phone into my charger on my side of the bed. And then I was like, oh shit, let me go walk around. Cause he was sleeping. I think walk around. I turned his light off. And my rant is the amount of time it takes for your eyes to just oh. right. Cause then I'm like, shit, I don't have my phone. I have no guide piece. And I feel like my dog is yeah. laying somewhere in between wh- where I need to go. Oh, yeah. It's an obstacle horse. And I don't want to trip over her. No. And so I'm walking extremely slow, tiptoeing. And I'm also walking like yeah. way out of the way. Like basically I'm doing the, per- I'm, I'm scaling the walls yes. instead of just walking around the bed because I know Roka's down there somewhere underfoot. And it was just like, you know, it's like the adjustment period and the amount of anxiety brought on by your light, like the light change. And yes. I noticed Revy does that too. She'll come in she'll say, I have to go potty. So she'll turn on the bathroom light and she goes potty in the middle of the night and <clears> then <throat> she'll turn it off. But then she can't see until, cause we have a motion sensor light in the hallway to our bedroom. Yeah. But I see, I can see her cause my lights are, my eyes are adjusted to the dark. Oh yeah, right? you're a night owl. But her, she's point. just coming yeah. out of the, Yeah. So I can see her and she's so, I can't see. And she gets all scared. Stressful. So then I turn on my iPhone light so that she yes. can see to give her a little comfort. I mean, I'm grateful that our eyes adjust, but also F off. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, um, so this happens to me every night as well because we go in, I do a dream feed for Ellie and there's a little lamp that I turn on softer light, you know, so she doesn't have the big overhead thing so we can like mm-hmm. feed and run kind of deal. Yep. And then I go to turn off the light, but then I have to walk across the room. Yeah. And it's sort of, you kind of brace for it every night. Yeah. Sort of a thrill. This could be the night I break an ankle. Yeah, Or coming into the room from having my, like being in like a place with light. And then I'm coming into darkness to go fuss around and find that light. Yep. It's a thrill. Right. And if it's, and well, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. It's a thrill. It's an adrenaline rush. Right. Okay. It's a high. Yeah. My rant is your rant. Well, I wouldn't go that every night. It's a good time. Go that far, but <gasps> okay. My my other makes one you is feel just alive. Balls. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. It does make you feel alive. Yeah, fabric balls. I bought. I got this sweatshirt. Balls everywhere. Oh, I was wearing a sweatshirt the other day. No. Balls everywhere under the armpits. I was wearing pants the other day. Pant balls. balls everywhere. You yeah. just feel it, and they're oh, like yeah. gross. I hate those. The inside, right? The soft stuff on the inside is what gets or is it the I'm outside about the outside oh. sometimes in my armpit in my thighs oh, no. wherever like fabric rubs against yeah. each other for some reason the sleeve like the uh, the wrist Ew. area on these yeah ball city yuck i hate you it you gotta wash that thing a gazillion times was well, that what it is i don't know i don't know i don't know if it'll fix why forever. fabric pills why does fabric pill i hate it i don't know i don't know anyway okay those are my two two rants my rave freaking chat GPT, GBT. Oh, whoa. GPT. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I ta- We talked about it a month ago a or something. Ago. Yeah. This thing. I love it. They're not charging for it yet. I would pay mm-hmm. at this point to use it. I use yeah. it so many times. 
Um, so Chris wrote a real, he's a realtor, he does real estate and he needed to write a real estate letter to like the neighborhood, wanted to write a real estate, like to like local neighborhoods around. And he just asked the chat GPT, you know, and it gives you like the building blocks to then tweak, but it takes out Mm -hmm. the writer's block and like the heavy lifting. Um, I had it, we had like a uh, family dinner last weekend and I, we made tuna casserole, just like something easy and hearty. And I was like, what goes with tuna casserole? Right. Yeah. Like what yeah. should I make for like a side or whatever? So I just asked chat GPT. I was like, hey, what should I make to go with tuna casserole? And it said, you want, you know, to, to balance the flavors and the textures, make a cucumber salad. And then it gave me a recipe with fresh cucumber and red onion and like some vinegar and some um, tomatoes. And then it said a nice dessert option would be like a lemon dessert. And it recommended like a lemon a lemon sponge cake. And then I turned that into a lemon cookie. <gasps> That's advanced. Yes. I would have gone to Google with that. I don't even think about chat GPT. Because it makes it, it, it is like consulting with someone. Yeah. It is an having an actual assistant. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. And I... Um, yeah. <laughs> It's going to change the world. I it's want you to start taking notes yeah. for us, for us listeners that don't know how to, where to begin. I want you to start writing down on top of your parenting poems every night, yeah. what you use chat G- to give me some ideas yeah. of like, oh, here's where you go. Here's yeah. what I used it for. Because I would have never thought what pairs well with tuna I just use it this thing. all of the time now. I w- just another oh, example. Wow. I was doing a, um, for work, I was like, oh, we need to do some Super Bowl like prop bets. Mm-hmm. And so I punched in. I said, give me 10 prop bets. Mm-hmm. And it gave me 10 prop bets. And I said, cool, add another one for half. Because there was a couple in there I didn't like. I was like, yeah. um, uh, add another one for halftime show. And oh. it was like, how many guests, how many guests performers do you think Rihanna will have? Oh. And it just within seconds. Okay. Yeah. You know, and that could have well, been a Google cool. too. But I actually went to Google first. And there was like all these so articles with things woven in and all these things and this it just it is instantaneous and it is always good yeah yeah so okay anyways i'm loving that well happy valentine's day everybody we happy valentine's love all of you a lot the most yeah the most and you can i I don't think anyone in their life loves them more than (laughs) i don't think so tip top it's the tip top from here folks Uh, but you can you sip can and sip rip with us. with us. And sip and rip always. always. And we will see, and we you, will see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon, that's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. 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 Totes, kibbutz.
Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.